Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Counting down to a great interview with somebody you've heard here before on the Dawn Show. Hi, I'm Dawn Stensland, Menti. Here on the Dawn Show, you can find me on Twitter at Dawn Stensland. And we have a great expert in security as well as criminal justice reform We'll talk about, you know, is the violent crime skyrockets in many big American cities like Philadelphia. Um, let's talk about, you know, public safety. Let's talk about the major concerns of voters and how crime and so so-called refund the police will shape this midterm election upcoming 47 days to the big, you know, midterms. But First, I'll, I'll begin with what's happening, and that really tees us up for the perspective as we look at what's happening in Philadelphia with crime, shootings. Uh, we know that police took several suspects into custody this morning as they were fired upon. No officers hurt. We have another officer, in fact, um, in prison, in jail, after that verdict came down yesterday afternoon. Philadelphia jury. This is historic as we've we've never seen in in our li- most of our lifetimes, you know, an acting police officer on duty charged with first degree murder, even though the charges, yes, were downgraded to third degree murder. Ultimately, in that verdict yesterday, we know that the jury in Philadelphia did not find a former Philadelphia policeman guilty of third degree murder, but he was immediately taken into custody. And he is jailed this morning, awaiting his fate, awaiting the sentencing after a police-involved shooting. So let's listen in. I'll, I'll give you some perspective on that to this 6ABC report. Former Philadelphia police officer Eric Rook is now behind bars. His bail was revoked after being found guilty of voluntary manslaughter and possession of an instrument of crime. But he was acquitted of third-degree murder, the most serious charge brought against him. The prosecutors did not comment immediately after the verdict, but this was the first time. The Philadelphia District Attorney's Office, now led by Larry Krasner, has prosecuted a Philadelphia police officer for murder. Rook was charged with the shooting death of Dennis Plow 
Bowden Jr. following a police chase five years ago in 2017. Prosecutors say Rook fired the fatal shots less than six seconds after he arrived on scene. Well, Plowden was unarmed at the time of the shooting. But defense attorneys argued that Rook shot Plowden after he made a suspicious movement with his hand behind his back. And that the car Plowden was in was connected to a homicide and the driver was considered to be armed and dangerous. Plowden's family also declined comment when leaving the courthouse as well today. Yes, so for former officer Rook, we know that his wife, he's now 34. He was, I believe he was 29 years old when this happened, but he had been, um, I believe, at least 10 years on the force before he was fired in this. It was called, it was described as a, a racial situation because Officer Rook at the time, a white officer, as it was reported, and the man who had been shot during that situation uh, was an African-American man who, yes, had a criminal record, who, yes, was found to have heroin in his right hand. And yes, um, it was a situation where there was a, a police chase. There was an officer injured in that chase. And what's significant as well is that the DA in the case, um, or the DA, ADAs, I should say, who work for Larry Krasner, told the jurors that fellow police officers who testified are liars. These these witnesses to what happened, they're liars. Because why? The, the officer who was closest and other officers supported then officer Rook's statement that he had no place to take cover. He was out in the open and that, in fact, as the person who he believed to be a, a murder suspect and believed to be armed because that's what they were told over the radio uh, was then reaching for something. And the defense attorney for officer Rook arguing that and and telling reporters even um, throughout the process that at the time, Officer Rook, when he saw that the person he shot had heroin in his right hand and not a firearm, he cried. He broke down. So we'll continue to follow this. And I'll and after the interview, you know, you can sound off about it. 855-839-1210. But this is now the first of three officers He's now he's now facing sentencing years behind bars. We have two other officers. And so what effect this may have on street cops currently? Now I'm all for crime and justice. I believe in the jury system. And this jury listened to every piece of evidence. And they came up with a verdict, not not going with prosecutors to to find this former officer guilty of third degree murder, but saying, yes, it's manslaughter. What's also interesting is they found him guilty of uh, a weapons charge, saying that his police officers, his Glock that he has as a police officer was an instrument of the crime. I don't fully understand that. I'm not a lawyer. So I didn't understand that as certainly officers are all armed and, and issued firearms. And so I have questions about that as I was trying to look that up. But it's just an interesting um trial moving forward and certainly for both families of the man who was shot and killed as well as the officer's wife in court crying the officer breaking down and then the person who was shot 25 year old man his family breaking down as well so it's a sad situation in in philadelphia we had no no comments and that's why 
We'll probably hear more in the days to come and from District Attorney Larry Krasner, who initially was very proud of the fact that he had charged and he, he declared that this was historic that he had charged an on-duty officer with first-degree murder back then. All right, so we'll follow that one as well as all of the day's developments. There's so much happening, as you well know, locally, nationally, internationally, and for sure we we have a strange story of a, a hitman from Philadelphia now confessing in court to how many people he killed. That is upcoming, but I want to get to our Great guest. This is Ben Manis. You're with us, Ben. It's so good to have I you am. back. It's great to be back. And and thanks for digging into these issues. There's so much to talk about, especially with Rush and, uh, you know, the political implications of our rising crime in the city. Yes. Now, some of the reporters are saying his name is Rook. Is am I mis- is that mispronunciation, a mispronunciation of his name? Is it Rush? Uh, you know what? I've heard you're two you're different. Probably right. I'm yeah, I'm not, uh, the problem with us literary types is we read it more than we talk. <laughs> no, to be, yesterday I went with Rush because that's what I had been told. I'm hearing different stories, but everybody knows we're talking about the same former officer. And, and again, his legal team, his defense attorneys, as, as we speak, Ben, uh, they're considering their strategies as well because I, I suspect some of these Things will be appealed. But, you know, you had a great piece at broadandliberty.com talking about the ramifications. In other words, as we think about the rising crime and skyrocketing record crime in Philadelphia and places like Philadelphia, and then what does it mean for the upcoming midterm as we're, we're coming upon this very quickly? Take us through your, your great research, Ben, and what you found, what you're looking at. So polling from uh, major sources like Pew and Gallup are showing that uh, this is the highest rating that crime has had in kitchen table issues for voters since, you know, definitely 2016. But um, some sources say going back to the crack explosion of the late 80s and early 90s, a situation where law enforcement had fixed the highest murder rates in at that time American history. So we're back. We're back into that exact place we were and that we'd solved 30 years ago. And people are starting to, you know, voice serious concerns about crime, about their safety in cities. But the tone and tenor of it is quite different than it was 30 years ago, because the irony of it is 30 years ago, people um, felt that the issue, the, the explosion of crack and crack cocaine leading to gangs and murder um, was, uh, you know, you need to support law enforcement to get behind it, whereas now the issue is kind of self-made because the lack of support toward law enforcement and the betrayal of the oath of office by people really elected to do law enforcement duties, and yes, we're talking about progressive prosecutors, has led us to a place where crime has skyrocketed because we're not doing law enforcement, not because law enforcement's overwhelmed, but because we've caused this problem. And um, it's time to start, you know, voicing this issue at the ballot box, because while the left has tried to pivot thanks to the, you know, the decision in the abortion, the Roe versus Wade overturning, um, they're trying to make this again about social issues. And they did this in 2020. It's a proven formula. 
very highly motivated, mainly millennial voters, running out there on identity votes, running out there on social votes. Um, and you've seen this where the people are trying to conflate what happened with the, you know, the overturning of Roe versus Wade with things like the LGBT rights and marriages. And things. But, but at the end of the day, people can't afford to eat and people are getting gunned down in the streets. So, you know, who is responsible for addressing that? And that's the problem at hand. We have the midterm elections really touch the at-home implications of who should be addressing crime and the economy at a, at a local level. And if we don't start voting for who could actually do the job versus, you know, who says the things that we like and I personally identify with, then we're, we're going to keep decaying as a society at whole. Yeah, and I love the way you phrase that, Ben Manis, because, you know, we have to think of this as a job interview. When, you know, for in Pennsylvania, when we're looking at the candidates and I love the way that you're looking at this. And, for example, you examined multiple different factors here, but you examined the Twitter feeds of, for example, Attorney General Josh Shapiro, who's a Democrat who wants to be Mm -hmm. the governor of Pennsylvania, the lieutenant governor, John Fetterman, who's a Democrat. He wants the job, too. Uh, You examined you know, all of all of the, the background, the things people have said, as well as those Republicans they're running against, which is Dr. Mehmet Oz and, of course, current state senator of Pennsylvania, Doug Mastriano. So tell us what you found when you looked at some of the Twitter accounts, what that tells you. Yeah, it's the biggest problem facing voting in, in, in the electorate right now is political illiteracy. People who honestly have no idea what each elected office is supposed to do on a day-to-day basis, legislators versus executives, for example. And that's, you know, the the problem when you look at Fetterman and Shapiro's Twitter feeds is it is almost entirely national social issues that voice, you know, the money that their PACs are supporting. Uh, So we're talking a lot of talk about abortion, a lot of talk about LGBT rights um, versus, you know, why aren't we able to afford things or why is the crime so much? And this is, you know, really on Shapiro more than more than the Senate race, although Fetterman has a lot of explaining to do about what he's done. You're right, Don. This is a resume. So, you know, I'm paying with my exorbitant Philadelphia tax dollars for these elected officials to have a salary and an office and a detail and all that stuff, right? Mm -hmm. And at the end of the day, what am I getting for it? Um, So when you look at Shapiro, Shapiro for two terms now has been, what, our attorney general. And we have the worst crime situation in my lifetime in the city of Philadelphia. And I don't see, you know, as the the chief elected law enforcement officer for the Commonwealth, what he's done about it. Matter of fact, he's only started sending prosecutors and trooper details to support Philly PD this last year, quote unquote, the election year. Whereas for years now, us in the fourth estate have been challenging him to do something about Krasner. He's never voiced in opposition to Krasner or his reckless policies. And um, he, he, you know, has a badge and a gun. So at some point, the man needs to, you know, step up and do his day job that we've been paying him for for eight years instead of just running to the next job on issues that really, I'm sorry, 
don't have a day-to-day matter for Pennsylvanians. There is absolutely no danger of Pennsylvania losing uh, its abortion rights. There's a little to no danger of any LGBTQ, sorry, LGBT plus Q, divided sign, whatever they want to call it. Um, those aren't going away either in the Commonwealth. These are codified protections. So what's he talking about? Why isn't he talking about the fact that both him and Fetterman have opposed the Marcella Shale and the development of Pennsylvania energy? which in Philadelphia has a great deal of implications because the pipeline that both Shapiro and Fetterman supported shutting down the Mariner East would have, you know, contributed to a great deal of development at the port of Philadelphia. Thousands of jobs to put natural gas on boats on the Atlantic. It would have been the only Atlantic port with a pipeline to a shale. Uh, and, and, you know, the Ukraine could have benefited, obviously, from having some, you know, non-communist gas sources for their heat. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it, it, this, is, this is a serious issue. These guys have jobs and job performances that no one's looking at while everyone's talking about these issues that actually don't have anything to do with the day-to-day lives of Pennsylvanians. You know, if this was Texas, it would probably be a different argument, but it isn't. So, you know, stop playing to the cheap seats, guys, and get to work. And that's, that's my main problem with our electorate right now. There was a great piece today in the Philadelphia Citizen mm-hmm. and from someone left on the left side of the aisle basically condemning the Philadelphia squad. And we're talking about Helen Gim, Jamie Gauthier, uh, Kendra Books, who are running around having abortion rallies and, and, and talking about the importance for municipal legislation to protect you know, a woman's right to choose. And, you know, whatever your views are on that matter, a Philadelphia city councilman has absolutely nothing to do with that issue. There is no, no legal uh, jurisdiction over that issue in the city of Philadelphia. So why are they spending my tax dollars while they're, you know, five, six hundred people a year are dying um, to, to talk about this while Rome is burning, while, while our pensions are underfunded here, while, you know, our zoning code is... Uh, basically a tool for people to, you know, neighbors to attack each other. And while crime is just out of control, these are things they were paid to do. And they're not doing them because they're using these other issues, these social issues, to distract voters from actually looking at their poor job performance. And that's, that's why crime is, that's why in the article we talk about how crime is a surging issue, because you can't disappear a body. You know, you, you could talk all you want about how COVID's to blame here, but these bodies keep falling two years after the pandemic. Right. Well, no more masks or lockdowns are happening. Yeah. Why? <laughs> exactly. Why? And so when you when you look at this, and you actually um, quote a lot of different studies, one of being the uh, Brennan, Brennan Center for Justice, talking mm-hmm. about violent crime, you know, how it increased, but you also go through and talk about how the Pew Research Center, for example, uh, looked at whether or not it was an important issue or very important. Can you take us through some of the stats that you see? And what I'm trying to draw, obviously, is you're making you're you're painting a picture of the fact that um, maybe maybe a lot of people will be <laughs> surprised during the midterms or upcoming elections between the disconnect of career politicians and what 
people are really discussing at the kitchen table? Yeah, if people are motivated by what really matters to them, um, as they have responded to these polls, they they should get out and vote and hold their nose. You know, look, uh, every, I make no uh, no. I don't hide the fact I worked for the Barletta campaign. Um, so Mastriano wasn't my choice, obviously. But I mean, if it's between Mastriano and a guy who we've been screaming for, you know, five, six years now to do something about the crime in the city, while well, he actually had the job title to do something about it and didn't on purpose, I have to hold my nose and vote for Mastriano. Um, you know, same thing with Dr. Oz. Dr. Oz, yes, I mean, he, he's not from Pennsylvania. He's from New Jersey. Um, and I'm not sure why he didn't challenge Menendez and go for that seat, but he's here. And if it's between him and someone who put a buddy of a cop killer on the pardon board, um, that's a no-brainer. I'm voting for Oz. So that's what these, these studies between Brennan and Pew, and it really, really needs to be noted. Brennan and Pew are not, you know, right-wing organizations. Matter of fact, you know, Pew ranked crime third in the most important behind the economy and quote-unquote gun policy. Why? Because the way they phrased the question actually conflated gun policy with crime. So you're, you're talking about either the first or second most important thing in the Pew study once you, you know, put the actual relative information together, it, it would have been crime. So crime and the economy. And, and, and the two things contribute to each other because people don't often rob each other if they have the money to buy something in the store. Um, so, yeah, I mean, these are issues that if your, your economic policy is so off base um, because you've been just giving money away as opposed to, uh, you know, actually getting return on investment, which is what's contributed to inflation, uh, or you've you know, supported this idea that the police are the problems, which takes us back to the, the argument you know, that you started the show with today, um, you know, then, then it's, it's cause and effect. And that's the problem. I don't, you know, I am not uh, that socially conservative. I'm a city boy. I'm a New Yorker. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to probably go with the left on a lot of social issues. But when it comes down to it, I like to walk the streets at night without fear. And I like to have, you know, working full time on two jobs, enough money to pay my mortgage and my bills. And that, that means more. These statistics prove that means more to voters than, you know, the, the, the issue of abortion in, you know, a state 1,000 miles from where we're located. Yes. Because there is no risk of the abortion being overturned in Pennsylvania, New Jersey, Delaware, or New York. It just is not going to happen. The votes aren't there. The, the will is not there. And And if we... You know, political pundits, and this is really getting into the weeds, and most people don't read this far into an issue. But if you're a political pundit, you know, it's very clear what happened. They overplayed their hand. Uh, you went from the Clinton era, you know, the, the issue of rare, right? The, the, the abortion was always preserved because it was supposed to be rare um, to, you know, people in states that are purple, like Virginia, arguing that they needed it to be to the day of birth. Sorry. You know, if you're showing you lost your window to make a choice and that, you know, people got really turned off once that issue got to that, you know, that visual point. Yeah. You know, you so, mentioned you mentioned uh, Mastriano um, 
Ben, and I wanted to ask you something because it, when we look at the money, I mean, Josh Shapiro has outspent, obviously, Mastriano incredibly as a war chest ran unopposed. For, for Mastriano, he's being painted as this extreme, dangerous guy. And I know that you were a supporter, you know, and campaigned for Lou Barletta. Do you, would you say that, in your opinion, Mastriano is or is not what he's being purported as in all of these ads that, I mean, we're being bombarded with these ads. I think it's every third TV ad, every third radio ad. It's all over the place. Mm-hmm. And you notice they're they're tied again to social issues. So Mastriano, in the eyes of uh, someone left of center, is an extreme person. Why? Because he puts his faith and his uh, views on the social issues up front. And 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 you know, tactically, that's probably not the best thing he should be doing. Um, this this entire election cycle is going to be about kitchen table issues. Mm-hmm. He needs to concentrate on kitchen table issues. He needs to take a page from, you know, the, the irony is the same personal views on things like abortion um, were, were Lou Barletta's views. But Lou, you know, having been a mayor of a pretty blue city here in the Commonwealth and having served in Congress for, for multiple terms, knew that, you know, my personal views should not affect the job at hand. And, and Doug is running for an executive role. He's a manager. And that's the, the thing we really need to look at is, you know, what is your management track record? Now, okay, okay Doug has a military background. So obviously, you know, the, some of the arguments that Shapiro is trying to make that the man is racist, there is no more uh, a fairer racially organization than, than the armed forces because everyone fights together and everyone serves together. You're, you're green. You're not black, white, or brown, or, you know, Asian. So that's that's the the main concern there, but um, you know he he needs to stop talking about the social issues. He's he's taking a page from Trump. He's he doesn't have a filter, and that's what's hurting him, and that's what's giving people like Shapiro cannon fodder. Yes, uh, because if you look at the other side, so look look at the, the Fetterman Oz campaign. Um, Oz is a very astute media person because he's you know all those Oprah years have taught him how to really create a public persona, right? So he's not giving them anything to work with on that. So they just attack him for having a lot of money. And, and saying crudite. They, yeah, yeah, yeah. They attack, they're trying to make a dilettante out of this. By the way, <laughs> this is, you, you said something amazing, right? You said something about this being a job interview, and it is. And I, I am of that belief that somebody should be smarter than me if I'm paying them to do a job for me. Like you wouldn't hire someone folksy to be your lawyer or your accountant or your doctor. You would hire someone who knows their stuff. So I am of the opinion that a board certified specialist should not be a folksy or be poor. If you're, if you're that good at what you're doing, you probably should have a couple of shekels in the bank because he's a doctor. Why are we pretending that it's somehow wrong for a doctor to be wealthy? <laughs> How many poor doctors do you know? So this is, this yeah, we'd be worried if he was a heart surgeon and then became a celebrity TV show host. We'd be worried if he if he uh, yeah. you know was mooching off of his parents till he was forty nine. <laughs> it's class warfare, and that's the problem. I mean, and, and, and what's what's worst about class warfare is 
the other side of the equation, Fetterman is running around telling everyone how he's this blue-collar guy when he's never had a union card, and I've had two. He's never had a union card. He's never physically gotten his hands dirty. He never really, you know, he wear a card hard all he wants, but the man didn't earn or represent the people of Braddock very well. He got lucky while he was in Braddock, somehow got on a Levi's commercial, and it changed his life. <laughs> and this is, this is, you know, this is ridiculous. The yeah. man, just because the man dresses a certain way doesn't mean he is of a certain way, because as we saw with the two Trump elections, and as we're seeing throughout the as we saw, you, you know, we talked uh, on your last broadcast, you talked about Ed Durr over in Jersey. Yeah, friend of mine. You know, hard-carrying union members aren't really about giving away the little that they have and work hard for mm-hmm. for someone who's not willing to earn it. Yeah. And that, at the end of the day, is this. And by the way, if you're not willing to earn it and then you pick up an illegal firearm and go out and try to take what's somebody else's, you need to be dealt with. And Fetterman doesn't, you know, fully, he believes in that social net and he believes in socialism and he doesn't believe in punishing crime. So why would a blue-collar union member go with the, you know, the, the, the head of the local and vote for this guy. I would, it wouldn't boggle my mind. Final question. I could talk to you all day, Ben Manis, um, and people can read more at broadandliberty.com. But yesterday's charges, of, or I should not say charges, not criminal charges, but civil allegations by New York's attorney general condemning oh, the entire Trump family, not just the former president, you, you get the final word in this interview. What do you say about that? Well, Trump, the Trump organization is a family business. Um, I will say, you know, read between the lines and follow the money. Um, you'll find that Tishman Spire, you'll find that uh, there's, there's a great deal, you know, the, the, uh, um, Leona Helmsley back in the 80s. There pretty much is no commercial real estate developer in New York City who hasn't done exactly what Tish James is accusing the Trump organization of. And um, there's conflicts. So, we, you know, you started with the, the conviction of the Philadelphia police officer today. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and this is similar in that once you've gone on the record as in, you know, you've lost your impartiality as a prosecutor and you've run on this as a political issue, the way Krasner ran on being the first DA to go after on-duty cops, mm-hmm. um, you know, which is absurd. And the way that Tish James has on numerous occasions run on this this issue and mind you it's a civil case you're right because i know people in that office who, who are very diligent investigators in the new york ag's office so it's not it's, it's yet again a, a waste of tax resources the guy lives in florida now he's so he's no longer in new york so it's a way to just keep putting dirt on the family which again makes you wonder it's the same with the josh shapiro issue why is the new york attorney general while crime in New York City, Buffalo, Rochester, I almost said Rottenchester because that's what us downstaters say, <laughs> um, Binghamton and Syracuse are at record highs. She needs to concentrate on what her actual job is and stop wasting the taxpayers' money on, you know, a witch hunt. And that's what this is. And I am not, uh, you know, I have personal beefs with the Trumps. This isn't, the, you know, Trump versus everyone else. Mm-hmm. This is, you know, there's, look, if you look at politics, you look at what the work that Ron DeSantis did last week, the country is ready to move forward. And it's, it's 
both the Biden and some of these local regimes, Shapiro and James included, who keep bringing up Trump's name. Trump, yes. Trump, Trump. And by the way, Trump, Trump, Trump. When was Trump here in Philly? He has rallies in mid-state. So it's not even, a, you know, he keeps bringing up the name because he knows he's going to get a visceral reaction. Yes. It's a false flag. Look seriously at what these folks, everyone who's got Trump's name in their mouth still, look at their track records and what they should be doing on a day-to-day basis and then ask them at the ballot box why they haven't been doing it. And that is at the heart of this issue. Well said. Ben Manis, thank you so much. I, I truly appreciate you and I love your insights. Thank you so much. It's my pleasure. I look forward to talking again soon. Yes. Until next time, Ben Manis, broadandliberty.com. I know I'm way over here, but I love picking Ben's brains for sure. Uh, Speaking of brains and boys' brains, I'm so proud of my son, Michael, who graduated LaSalle College High School just last spring. And what an awesome school. Maybe your son has an interest in science, technology, engineering, the arts, or math. Make your son part of an incredible tradition at LaSalle College High School in Montgomery County. Visit this Sunday, September 25th, 10 o'clock in the morning, the LaSalle College High School Fall Open House. I've been to this event as a parent with my son. It's an awesome event. And we're talking about academic excel, uh, excellence, dedicated faculty, commitment to service, outstanding extracurriculars, and so much more at LaSalle College High School right in Montgomery County. That's this Sunday, the 25th of September, 10 o'clock in the morning. And you can register lschs.org, lschs.org. You can show up too, but it's nice if you register. They'll have everything with your son's name on it, the family's name on it, and they'll be ready for you. So you want to register. LaSalle College High School Fall Open House, Sunday, September 25th, 10 o'clock in the morning. Just register lschs.org. Enter to learn, leave to serve at LaSalle. Tell Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Dolan sent you. Updating you on the latest. A suburban teenager carjacked at gunpoint, and he had just been shopping there at a Target store in Chester County. This is Devon Square Shopping Center, if you know where that is. Not your usual place where you would feel, I don't know, on guard for carjackings. But these two armed guys jumped into this 17-year-old's vehicle and uh, held him at gunpoint. The teenager, thankfully, the 17-year-old is okay, but now there's a search for these suspects. And, you know, suburban police speaking out there in Chester County, Tredyffrin Township, saying, we haven't seen a carjacking in years and years. So we don't know. um, I know they're looking at the surveillance video in the area, because obviously it's a huge shopping complex. So the there are, you know, on social media, I'm seeing things that maybe they suspect that these were carjackers from, I don't know, maybe a nearby city going out to the burbs, but w- we don't have that evidence. So they're tracking these uh, armed men who did not physically injure anybody, but certainly uh, shook, it's shaking up the community. And there's a lot of community reaction as well as for the 17 year old who's Pretty shaken up, according to all accounts. And we also have in our region the woman accused of striking and killing two Pennsylvania state troopers, as well as a pedestrian that the troopers were trying to help. That happened earlier this year, and I've talked a lot about it. So this is a follow up. So she's pleading not guilty in court, and she made that plea yesterday. She's a young woman, 21 year old Jayana Webb, and she was allegedly under the influence, according to police under the influence of alcohol, drunk, allegedly, when she struck those troopers, Martin Mack and Brandon Siska, as well as the pedestrian who was later identified as 28-year-old Reyes Rivera Oliveras. So that happened back in March, March 21st, right there on I-95. We There was so much breaking news at the time, so you'll remember this. And then you remember the funerals, as I think all of us in the community uh, we're, we're touched by this and said prayers for the family. And you may remember since then, uh, one of the troopers, you know, his wife was uh, pregnant and had her first child as a widow and the community just, um, you know, devastated by this. It has been devastating and many fundraisers as well. So as far as Ms. Webb, she remains, or excuse me, she actually is free on bail, I should say. She's charged with three counts of third degree murder as well as manslaughter, homicide by vehicle, DUI, other related offenses. But she is free on bail as she continues to to fight the charges and say that she's not guilty. And it looks like the trial may happen sometime in 2023. So that's the latest on that one. You know, I, I think there's there's no place like home, as I always say. And I, I really appreciate the fact that I, I discovered the the Chapmans um, through the community, through a family recommendation. And the Chapman family has become a, a great sponsor in supporting me. But I, I just adore Chapman, the folks at Chapman Windows, Doors, and Siding. They're great people. Two brothers started this business, what, nearly 30 years ago. And the business has grown as, as their families have grown. So they started out in Westchester. They have a newer location on the main line at Eagle Village Shops in Wayne. We'll be having an event there soon, so I'll be telling you about that. But, you know, one of the one of the things that they're offering is premium architecture shutters designed to last a lifetime. 
historically accurate shutters, beautiful hardware options, a lifetime warranty for those shutters, including the Sherwin-Williams Polane UV reflective paint finish. So I love the shutters on my home because they always say the shutters on your home are like the eyebrows framing your face. So I don't know if you think of eyebrows, if that's an attractive uh, picture for you. But, you know, for me, what what would I look like without my eyebrows? In any event, the shutters, they're maintenance-free, custom design, built to your exact specifications, or they're going to match your existing shutters. And these things are not going to rot, sag, warp. They have over 26 standard colors, custom color matching. So for best-in-class shutters that combine a lifetime of beauty and technology, it's time for these new Horizon shutters, and I would say for best in class overall, whether it's your windows, your doors, your siding, choose Chapman. That's who I choose, and that's who helps make my home beautiful. You can give them a call or text them, 610-431-8898, 610-431-8898, or online, ChapmanWindowsDoors.com. Chapman, the name I trust with my home. Please let them know Dawn sent you. Consumer News, Tesla recalling nearly 1.1 million vehicles in America. Why? Because the windows can pinch a person's fingers when being uh, rolled up. I say rolled up like the old school roll up, you know, and the, but I mean, obviously the windows going up electronically. So Tesla says in documents that are posted that safety regulators at the uh, automatic window reversal system may not react correctly after detecting an obstruction. So the feds are involved in this one saying it's a violation of federal safety standards, standards for power windows. And Tesla says it's, it's just an, a software update glitch here so they just want you to bring in your tesla if you have a ev tesla and they will just do the software fix and you'll be good to go so that's a little bit of consumer news i have a great interview coming up with a beautiful fox news anchor and uh, we'll be talking about her latest venture so that's coming up but first i want to tell you about the bet park sportsbook and casino app it's everything you want in a digital casino and sportsbook join bet parks with me now it's the only casino and sportsbook app i recommend college football pro football tonight and sunday bet the birds every week penn state notre dame all your favorite college teams so live in-game betting you can bet on the action as it's happening just download it in the app store google play store or betparks.com and new users you make your first bet risk-free up to 750 dollars, and then your risk-free bet refunded in sight credit it's a sports book and casino all in one amazing app you can bet on those individual player performances that's my favorite thing scoring on who scores the touchdowns the most yards the bet parks sports book and casino app p-a-r-x you must be 21 in pennsylvania or new jersey gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER yeah i love people who have a humble attitude and just are willing to to earn your respect work hard for a job. I think that's why, uh, you know, Philadelphia has got to love Eagles, punt returner, Britton Covey, and he's telling this story, kind of speaking out about what happened to him um, at at a, a recent Eagles game. First, I guess this was our first, obviously our first home game, right? And, you know, he's pumped up. He's playing for the Philadelphia Eagles. He's the punt returner. He's number 18. You got to watch for him now. So he arrives at Lincoln Financial Field. Everybody's tailgating. Everybody's fired up for the big home opener, which we won. 
And yeah, the parking attendants say, uh, oh, no, you have to park over there. You don't have the right um, uh, pass. What? Listen to the reaction. What happened? Britain, explain your situation where you weren't allowed. They didn't know you were a player allowed in the players' lot on Sunday. Yeah, well, to no fault of theirs, right? I, I had the practice squad pass. Uh, my teammates told me, just tell them you were elevated to the active roster and they'll let you in. But I could tell they didn't quite recognize me. And, and uh, when I told them I was elevated and, and they said, look, you don't have the pass for this. And I said, no, I, I, I'm a player. <laughs> and they said, we're sorry, man. And so I totally get where they're coming Did from. Did they know your name? Did they know who you were? I don't think so. <laughs> so, which is understandable. I mean, I haven't, you know, I got to prove myself in Philly before I deserve to, to be there. So I... I liked it. I had to park with the with the grinders, with you know, out about a half mile away with the tailgaters, and and walk through. And I I thought it was a blast. Honestly, it was it's kind of like college. Did any of them know you? A few people recognized me, and they were kind of confused. And I had to ask them, you know, where to go. But <laughs> uh, for me, like I said, it was kind of inspiring to to walk through the crowd and and see how much people love football here, and and it made me determined, you know, to I want to be a great player here and. I didn't play my best on Monday, so I'm, I might have to walk through that crowd again and get even more determined. <laughs> well, so now you're going to park there over there, over there all the time now with the tailgate. I, I mean, I might. Some form of that. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> so, anyways. But it, it was, a, it's a great story. Yeah, my, my, all, every single teammate has been giving me a, a lot of funny laughs about it today. Okay. So, great attitude and proof that your attitude especially when you're working hard for a job, your attitude is the one thing you can control. Something I have on a saying on my refrigerator, you know, time on and time off for my kids. The attitude that you possess in any job, in any situation, your attitude is something you control. And certainly, uh, Britton Covey is evidence of that. Right. We do have a great interview coming up, so I don't want to be late. The Dawn Show continues with a beautiful, brilliant Emmy Award-winning Fox television news anchor, her latest venture, coming right up. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.